Welcome back to another episode of Manifest Mindset. Um, this is episode either 9 or 10, one of those, but <laughs> we're glad to be back. Um, it's a fresh new week, and me and Nick are here. Absolutely. So yeah, let, let's start off. Uh, last week, uh, we talked about me shaving my head bald, Yep. and me losing the quote-unquote bet with Nick. I, I gave him my $300, he tra- cashed it in. Yep. I saw it on my bank account, and I, I was sad that I lost $300. I'll be honest um, with you, Bob. I didn't want to cash that check. No. But um, it's a new week. It's a, it's a fresh start. Um, and, and recently, me and Nick had a, a, a kind of small break in terms of school. So we, we had some time to rejuvenate and recharge to, to go back at it uh, 100% again. Absolutely. Would, would you agree? Yeah, no, it felt good to have the – we had two days off at the end of the last week, and it – felt great to actually get some time to breathe again and do some reflection and some relaxation, get ready to go back after life again. Yeah, so, so this week, um, I really wanted to talk about, I guess, progressing forward. Okay. Right, so, so last week, I, I talked to you about how I wanted to, to go back and really reset. Yeah, um, speaking of reset, let's talk real quickly. I know you say you don't have to check on you, but let's talk about kind of, just real quickly, you don't have to talk about success or not but mention about what we're doing for kind of wagering this time uh, than for the goals you had for last week. Yeah, so, so yep. So I wanted to reset basically last week, um, basically get back to what I was doing, uh, posting twice a day, yep. doing Facebook Lives, uh, and just helping the group, like an hour on Facebook groups, and just becoming passionate about what I was doing again. And I can already, in the way you're talking about that in your body language right now, I can already tell the significance it has for you. Oh, and, and another thing, we're, we're also standing. This is the first standing podcast we're doing. Um, and Reminding good. ourselves that we're actually PTs. Yep. Um, but yeah, but the process, I guess the break really helped with it. Um, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really do as much on the break. Mm-hmm. But that break allowed me to, to rejuvenate and go into the week. So starting Monday... I was fully passionate going into it. Fantastic. So posting twice a day and waking up at five now and doing doing everything. Um, and I know that the bet was I was going to give you $500 if I didn't do it again. Yep. But I felt like personally I'm going to make an ex- executive decision Okay. that the fall break, the, the break two-day break that we had and that weekend was, was a good reset time for me. Absolutely, and um, you felt, sorry to clarify, you felt like that helped you to really chase back after everything and you were able to be intentional with that break. Yes. Because um, that's, in my, I agree. In my mind, that's very different than falling off the horse or then creating an excuse for yourself. Yes. Oh, wow, you're right. That's, yeah, that's different than me failing right. and, and sulking the whole weekend. Exactly. Right. Instead, I, I took the initiative to, to realize that I'm going to restart um, soon, and I'm not going to feel bad about myself, but I'm going to take the time to recharge. So when I do restart, I'm going to go full 100%. I love it. Right? Does that make sense? Absolutely. And again, it's not, we're not holding you to the necessarily the nitty-gritty in terms of every little finite detail, like this is the exact I's and T's written in the contract. That's not what we're about. Yep. We're about naming your passion and pursuing your passion. Definitely. Um, and, and I still haven't written you the track yet, but I promise you I'm going to write that uh, 
to you sometime soon. Bob, I take you for your word. You know, we had the $300 check wager. We had the thing with your hair. You followed through. I have no reason to doubt you. Yeah. I, my, actually, my hair is growing back really quickly. I, I've noticed it's, that. It's been a week since I cut my hair, and it's like almost back. Completely. M- maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> but, but it's there. More than there was. Um, yeah. Um, but another thing that I also want to talk about is I'm glad that we're doing this, this podcast for me to, to continue moving forward. Because that clean slate like that I did Yeah. Uh, after that break, I felt rejuvenated. I felt uh, passionate. But this podcast made me really think about how can I actually improve. So what I'm doing is... is productive instead of just being busy right so moving in a purposeful direction forward instead of just dabbling around everywhere yeah yeah well like going back to the the posting and all the posting the, the facebook groups the lives yeah that's I, I guess it has a purpose but it's also can be categorized into busy work right or i'm just going through the motions even if i'm passionate and doing it um but this podcast doing it weekly you're bringing me back you're grounding me and and making sure that okay, I'm doing this for a reason, and that's why we're here talking about what the reason is and how I can move forward um, to, to become better and reach my goals. I agree completely, and the more important thing is that I'm really not grounding you. You're the one who's grounding you. I'm just here to make sure that you ground yourself. Wow. And this is really completely your initiative. I'm just along for the ride helping with the follow-through. You're, you're here. You're, you're a great, I guess, listener and, and a great motivator and a great mentor of mine. Well, I think in any good relationship, I think in any thing where somebody's really attacking and going after life, they need people in the corner when they're down. Yep. I know I have absolutely in my past, in my present, and I definitely will in my future. You know, when I'm not in it 100%, I need that reminder in the back of my mind and that external reminder of, no, I really need to get my butt in gear and make it happen. Huh. Yeah, so you're absolutely welcome, Bob. Love the ride. I, I like it too. I, I enjoy all these podcast episodes. Um, I don't know how many people are actually listening, but I, I really enjoy doing these. And and also, I guess, the, the benefits along yeah. with the journey. So yesterday, some, some random like physical therapist messaged me on Instagram. He was like, or she was like, hey, Bob, I listened to your podcast, and I really enjoy the enthusiasm. I'm glad you're like branching out and overcoming your fears. And doing stuff like that. Fantastic. So, I think that's pretty cool. That's exciting. Yeah, somebody um, just reaching out to you like that. Yeah. And another thing is, is when I'm actually writing these posts now. Yep. Uh, when I'm up at 5 in the morning typing these posts, uh, like like long-form Instagram posts, I'm, like, really enjoying Good. the post itself. It's actually, like, really motivating me. Like, the, the recent post that I wrote about was, was a spider in my room. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, there's basically, like... There's a spider that's been in my room from the past four months. Is right? that your plan to help it like pay some of the rent for living there too? <laughs> no, but but basically, I don't know if you know, but I, I'm terrified of bugs. Okay. So if I see a bug, I'll be scared and I'll probably ye- yell and, and run out of the room. Yep. Um, and basically, where. So as a clarifying question, are you scared of the spider or are you having the spider be your friend so the spider can eat the bugs? <laughs> No, I, I'm scared of the spider. Okay. Um, the spider has eight legs, eight eyes, it's filled with hair, it's scary. Um, but basically where I'm getting at is that I'm not focused on the spider. I'm focused on my goals and 
writing my blog stuff, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> like, I could instead think about the hundred different ways the spider can attack me or how it can crawl into my mouth at night, but I don't, right? That's pretty I, creepy, Bob. Well, I mean, but, but I focus on the right things. Yep. Right? And, and that's where I'm getting at with, with that blog, blog post itself, that you want to focus on the right things, either to lose weight, to do a podcast, stuff like that, right? And I really enjoyed writing that because I feel like that motivated me to, to start my day motivated yep. and passionate. And then it also inspired other people. Right? I like it. Now, Bob, you've got, I want to go on a side tangent for a second. You've got some great animal analogies. Yeah. Can you tell your duck analogy? My duck analogy. Oh, yes. I, so I actually uh, got this from Greg Todd. Yep. But basically, ducks are my favorite animals, right? Ducks, they're calm, they're collected, they look like they're doing nothing, right? Yep. On the surface. But underwater, they're pedaling like they never pedaled before. Right, they're pedaling so hard, they're working so hard, um, just to stay afloat. Right. Right? And on the surface, they, it, it seems like they're doing nothing. Exactly. But in reality... Cool, calm, collected, all the way through. Yes, but yeah, and in reality, they're working so hard. And that's basically analogous to, to somebody successful, right? Say Michael Jordan, for example, right? Yep. You don't see the times when he's waking up at 5 a.m. to shoot basketballs, right? You don't see all the times he, he missed his shots, like when his, he's doing free throws by himself. You only see the times when he's successful, right. right? And those successful times can seem like he's an overnight success. Like that duck analogy where the duck looks like he's doing nothing, where underwater he's pedaling as fast as he can. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And that's why I love ducks. Plus, they're, they're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But, Not only admire them during life, but after too. <laughs> but <coughs> um, another thing, like great thing that I want to mention... Uh, recently, I also wanted to talk about, like, I was thinking about this before um, we came on. Yeah. So, you know how I do, like, an a email opt-in list? Right. So, I have a lead magnet, basically some sort of bait for people to click on. Yep. And basically, mine is, like, a, a habit ebook. So, I provide habit, five habits that will help promote weight loss. Fantastic. And um, what are, name one of those habits to me. So, uh, basically, one is eating more lean protein okay. with every single meal. Yep. Right. Uh, that's a great habit. That, and start doing that help them lose weight. Absolutely. Um, there's five main basic ones, and, and I have an a ebook, and I've been playing out around with the opt in page, and I finally have like a 10% conversion rate okay. of people coming in. And basically, in, in layman's terms, that basically means for every 10 people that show up on the page, one person opts in. Nice. Uh, or one person gives me their email address in turn for um, a book. Yep. So for the past nine weeks, my opt-in rate has been 0%. Okay. And I and there have been, like, hundreds of people showing up at that, at that right. website. So I finally figured out how I could increase the opt-in rate on my page. And what was your strategy for that? So basically, we, we talked about this idea of plan, do, check, and adjust. Yes. So I finally adjusted correctly. Okay. So I adjusted, I think, five or six times. Yep. Before I finally got a 10% conversion rate. Plan, do, check, adjust. Yep. Plan, do, check, and adjust. But the, the average for a good page is around like 20 to 30. Okay. And so, so there's still room for me to improve. Absolutely room for improvement. But we're celebrating the minor accomplishments, the, the minor goals. Exactly. Ce- celebrate the progress forward in the milestone. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's amazing. That's, that's great progress for me. 
Does that make sense? Absolutely. So, so nine, nine weeks of nothing happening, finally something happened. The so, duck's paddling, the duck's paddling, all of a sudden the duck starts moving. Th- that's it. And, and I, I'm pretty excited. Now the question that I have, maybe we could talk about, yeah. is how do I ensure that those people, that I could, that I could keep on reaching out to those people to, to make sure that, that I built some trust with them? The people that have subscribed, that have yes. given... So, I think it ultimately comes down to they're subscribing, they are saying yes because they see something of value. Yep. So, how can you continue to provide them value in their mind? How can I continue? So, I've been thinking, this, this is what I've been thinking. I, I read this from like a ebook. Yep. But basically, reaching to that, them out individually mm-hmm. and like recording a video saying, hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, my name is Bob. If you want to like, Ask any questions, feel free to reach out to me, and then I personalize the video towards them and send it to them. I like what do it. you think? That's fantastic. I like it too. I mean, for me, if I, if I saw something online that I'm big about, I want to learn more about, I think this is pretty cool, and the owner of that website reaches out to me personally, even if I don't have any questions, I'm instantly much more excited about that. Huh. That's been on my mind for the past week, but I haven't done it. Sounds so like maybe, a, that sounds like a fantastic feature goal. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll do that and see what I can what what it can become. Yeah, right. Um, and that way, also, you know, when you're trying to get these indirect feedback about how you're doing and what's going on, this gives a great opportunity not necessarily asking for that feedback, but to see where people who are reaching out are really coming from too. Y- yeah, you're right, hundred percent. Like figuring out what's the main reason they're here yep. and then really honing in on that reason and then marketing that to, to get, I guess, more people in. Exactly. Right. And I mean, I correlate that with physical therapy in a way. Yep. When you have a patient come in, they don't come to you because they have pain. They don't come to you because they're sore. They come to you because you can add value to their life. Yeah. And that value is often alleviating many of their symptoms, making them better and helping their quality of life improve to do more of the things that they love to do but they are ultimately coming to you and they chose you for a certain number of reasons because you can add value to their life and it's up to us to continue to add value every treatment session every eval every re-eval and to keep doing that hopefully to have a relationship that continues beyond once you discharge them whether you stay in contact with them or not but that where they have your voice in the back of their mind saying, oh, maybe I should do this, this, or that a little bit different, or maybe I should be a little bit more active here or do this thing to make my life a little bit better. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. I, I'm just, maybe I'm, I'm summing it up into one sentence, but basically for a patient, you're, you're, selling them, you're selling them what they want, and then you're giving them what they need. Is that basically what you're saying? So like you're, you're giving them the value of mm-hmm. what they want, yep. but then you're actually providing them what, what they need. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And th- does that represent yes, what... Yes, it does. It does. Yeah. Because it's, they're coming in, they don't know the answer. They're coming in with a big, fat, red question mark. Okay. Some patients come in with a question mark and two exclamation points. <laughs> okay. But they're saying, I don't know what's going on here. I don't like it. I'm looking for some help. Yeah. And that's where we step in. To add value to their life. Absolutely. You're right. Um, Before this, before this podcast, when I was walking into this room, I was like, 
I have something that I wanted to say on this podcast. Yes. And I finally remembered it. So, Perfect. So when I, when I walked through the door, I was like, oh my God, Nick, I forgot what I was going to talk about. Open that refrigerator door. Don't know what kind of thing you want to eat, but duck's still good, so let's hear it. But I, yeah, I finally remember that. Um, basically, it was a conversation that, that me and you had, or you and I had a, a week ago. Yep. And I was asking you, um, we were talking about a residency. Yes. And yep, for a physical therapy for, residency. For phys- yep, for a physical therapy residency. And then you wanted to go uh, to, to many different options, but one of them was, was Cayuga Med, yep. the, the one year our school. Absolutely. And I asked you, who is your competition? Yes. Do you remember that? I remember that. And instantly, with no hesitation, you replied, myself. Absolutely. Cause we're, so um, just to give a little more context to this, um, you know, as for myself, I'm a last year student physical therapist. I'm looking into orthopedic residency programs to go into. Um, I don't want to say too many names in case some of you are hearing this and want to keep recruiting me. I might be open to more possibilities. Um, but anyways, I've got a top three or four in mind, and I'm trying to consider options. So in one of my top choices, as Bob alluded to, um, Cuga Medical Center, which is nearby Ithaca College, my right now the two finalists for there happen to be my two best friends who are in the class above me. And so it's pretty exciting. So, you know, we were, um, we had a conversation about that. If Bob was asking if I had heard who got it yet, um, about the different possibilities there and with other residencies and all that. So we were talking about, you know, the, the competition, how we'd be happy with either one getting it. And his question to me, just like you said, was, Nick, who's your competition? And in my mind, I didn't have to think about it. I'm always competing with myself. And that's where I feel for any kind of interview, anytime anybody asks something of your, of your character, anytime anybody asks you something of your worth. Yes, of course, they're going to evaluate you against other people, but that's their job. That's not your job. Your job for who you are is to say, I deserve this, or at least I have a really good shot at this, because dot, dot, dot. And all those dot, dot, dot reasons should be because of who you are and what you've done and what you will continue to do. And that trajectory of growth, that growth mindset, needs to mean that you are becoming a better version of yourself every single day and competing with yourself. Yeah, that's it. I I thought that was amazing. Um, It's a a great instinct to have. And as we talk about, you know, with this podcast being manifest mindset, it can take a while to truly delve deep and come up and manifest the desired mindset that we want. And a lot of that takes very intentional work, intentional conscious focusing of rewiring our thought patterns. Um, that comes in the term, in the form of, you know, we're in school, we're learning a ton more about different things, but it comes in in terms of seeing your worth, um, seeing what you can bring, how you can add value to different people's lives around you. And I believe that we're absolutely all called to be great and incredible. We just have to see that for ourselves, and sometimes we got to stop getting our, in our own way. Yeah, and, and to add, add on to that, like you said, we're all bound to be somebody special, right? Um, and everything we do in life, every goal, well, this is my opinion, every, yep. every goal that we want to accomplish, either to become a physical therapist, either to lose 30 pounds, it's always you versus yourself. Absolutely. Right? You're, you're not really competing with anybody else. There are people who, in your environment, your environment will either give you support or not give you support to a certain degree. Yep. But, but that doesn't, like, really 
matter because exactly in in the end it, it's it's up to you to determine who cares if if Sally cares about me or not. It's up to me to care about myself and pursue what I want to achieve. Yep. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I hope that makes sense. It makes a ton of um, sense. Yeah. And I mean that's the other thing too is not everybody's gonna like you all the time. Yep. And that's okay. You can be the juiciest, sweetest mango in the world. But there's going to be that sucker that just doesn't like mangoes. Right. And that's their fault. Yeah. Speaking of the way I like mangoes, I like avocados. I'm good for all that stuff. So just, I get distracted by food sometimes, guys. I, I like food too. <laughs> <laughs> Especially ducks. Ducks are the, the greatest food. I, I like it. <laughs> ducks, duck eggs. Have you ever had duck eggs? Duck eggs are, are really good. Very they're, they're rich. They're very salty. They're yep. like the purpose, perfect flavor. You've got a great level of fat in that yolk compared to chicken eggs. Yeah. And, and like duck meat with, I don't know if you ever had like the duck um, with the buns, the Chinese buns, the duck. Yep. Yep. And you, you know, I don't, I don't know what they're called in English, but basically they're delicious. Yes. So, so that, that's, that's the point. So for our um, other language speaking, what do you call them? That's, <laughs> I, that's so a good in, question. In Chinese. Do you, yes, do you know I, in Chinese? Don't know, but I, okay, I know, I know okay. what they look like Guess, visually in detail. That's the important thing. You see them at that buffet, <laughs> you go after them. <laughs> yeah, but, but going back to this idea of, of you versus yourself, right? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. That, that's it. That, that's basically it. Yeah, and I would, I would encourage people, um, both encourage myself and anybody who's listening, and you too, Bob, as we talked previously about kind of categorizing your life, and what areas do you feel really passionate about? What are things you're obligated to do but kind of eh, mediocre? And what things are weighing you down? We have many different categories of who we are. Mm. We have our physical, we have our emotional, our spiritual, our mental. All these different things are intellectual that comprise us of who we are. I think it's important to take time to reflect on where is the most important battle with myself? Where do I need to be most competitive with myself? Is it intellectual right now? Is it mental? Is it physical? Is it on a spiritual level? Is it my emotional self? Is it just literally attacking these goals that I know are right for me? I think it's important to evaluate that because we can't always pursue everything with the same amount of priority and the same amount of intensity all the time. We have to prioritize. And so it's important to continue to continually ask ourselves, where can we become better? Because just like in the body, if you're having some, you know, low back pain that's really just not feeling high, it's been lingering for a while going on, you start to develop some, like, inside the knee stuff, you're not liking it, um, it's really not going well, all of a sudden, kind of your neck starts getting a little bit sore from the awkward postures you keep putting yourself in from your back, and then you start getting your hip loosened up, you start strengthening your hip, but your hip didn't have pain. But over time, your other pains, that back pain starts easing up a little bit, the knee feels a little more stable, you can deal with the neck pain much better, and by strengthening that hip, it all gets better. So sometimes it's not as effective to spread everything wide and say, okay, I've got my intellectual, I've got my spiritual, I've got my physical, I've got my emotional, to spread it all 25%, you're 25%, you're 25%, 25%. Mm -hmm. If you can put a temporarily large portion, if I can put 80% of my effort into this one area where I need to get competitive with myself to get better, 
it'll very likely at least somewhat bleed over and flow out into those other areas that are struggling. Because you focus in that one area, and we're all connected. If we improve one area of our lives significantly, you would be hard-pressed not to see some small improvement in the rest of the areas, and likely even bigger improvement. That, definitely. And, like, everything that Nick just mentioned, it's easier said than done. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's very, very hard to, to compete with yourself. Even, even the first step of it, even the step of taking the time to acknowledge not only I need to have that drive to compete with myself, but where do I truly and deeply need that drive to develop the most? Yeah, like, where do you actually begin, right? Yeah. And, and, and like, don't be hard on yourself if, like, you can't get it on the first try. Right, exactly. And because it takes time. Remember that, that idea of plan, do, check, and adjust? You want to plan it, then you do it, then you check and adjust over and over and over and over and over until you actually figure out what you actually need to prioritize and then how you can compete with yourself. And then once you have that formula down, and then again, that's going to take a lot of tries and a lot of getting hit in the face, um, then you're more likely to, to quote-unquote be happy. And I think your happiness and your fulfillment and your pursuit of that all boils down to what is your definition of success. Yes. But that's true. Because so often we evaluate ourselves or we evaluate others and are very critical when we only have a unconscious, fuzzy understanding of what success looks like. Mm. And just like if we're evaluating a patient, if we don't have criteria for how we tell are they better or not better truly and how better are they, we can only know to a certain relative extent. It's the same thing here. If you don't have your definition of what is success for me, and this goes through all situations, you don't know if you're doing good or not. So even if you're doing the best you can, you can still interpret in the mind failure. Because for me, success means I've identified my vision and I've given my absolute best effort to achieving that. That doesn't mean I have achieved it. That means I've given my best effort in the moment. There are plenty of things that I've done in life that I externally, I failed to complete the objective. But I felt successful based on my effort putting into it to do it. So maybe I didn't make the perfect sports play in that one scenario. Maybe I wasn't able to achieve that perfect grade. Maybe I wasn't able to do dot, 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 whatever it is for you in your life. But you put your best effort into that moment, that's success. Uh, then, what are your four words, Bob? Plan, do, check, and adjust. Plan, do, check, and adjust. You succeed, uh, then you plan, do, check, and adjust. Yeah, and, and like you said, we also need like a, like a plan. Like we need a, a roadmap. Absolutely. Right? To, to get to... Um, you need Success. the vision for yourself, both short-term and long-term. Yeah. So, like, a minute ago while you were talking, I, I was smiling. Um, because I'm going to put you on the hot seat a little bit. Please. I need um, a little bit of that in my life. You people keep me honest. <laughs> so, you, you talked about how, like, success is it's, it's a process, it's a journey, right? Yeah. Um, but what does success for you look like? So, so, not, like, theoretical, but, like, 10 years down the line, how do you define, like, Okay. What, what do you see yourself as success? I like this. So not a general definition of success for 
that can apply to anything, but from myself in this moment where I am currently, yep. to looking forward to myself 10 years from now. Yeah, so, so like, like you, you talked about how we, we need a plan, we need a vision. Absolutely. Um, in order to reach success, we need to know where, know where the end goal is, right? I like so what's that. that end goal, quote unquote, 10 years from now? Perfect. I love this question, Bob. So for me, um, I want to be a fantastic physical therapist in an orthopedic setting. Um, treating patients with an orthopedic basis with neurological involvement, not necessarily neuropatients, but orthopatients with neurological involvement is my thing. So I want to be an expert in the field. I want to have completed an orthopedic residency as well as a fellowship in either spine or manual therapy. Um, I want to be, 10 years from now, I want to be teaching some continued education courses. I want to co-own my own business with some fantastic colleagues where we can just create a culture of excellence and extreme fun where I want to have a great time with what I'm doing. 10 years from now, I want to be a father. Not, not four years from now, <laughs> but 10 years from now, I want to be a father. I want to have a fantastic, loving wife. I want to have a great family. And I want to be a part of an incredible dynamic community where I can invest my interest both in physical therapy and the quality of movement for everybody to better their lives. But also for that in my family, I want to be involved in my church a lot. Um, and I want the financial, significant financial freedom to explore a lot, to learn many different things in life. I want to get into some martial arts more. So I really want to have that freedom to explore a lot more. Uh, then, you know, maybe 20 years down the line from where I'm at right now, I want to be a professor. I want to teach physical therapy to some level, whether it's in a collegiate setting for a graduate program or whether it's with a large continuing education program. I want to go ahead and provide that mentorship. Um, and even 10, 10 years from now, I want to create a, um, a great mentorship community within physical therapy. You see, to like everybody listening, Nick knows where he wants to go. So he can re reverse engineer how he can get there and do the steps today to ensure he, he gets to that point. Absolutely. And, right. But just like anything else, I'm constantly adjusting. Yeah, definitely. You, like it's not like success isn't concrete it's it's always changing for you, right for for all of us right and your success is successful for you right except right. the success for you exactly and my success is success for me so it's, so it's different absolutely um but there's a meaning that we attach to the success and that meaning is is what drives us to, to get there does that make explain, sense explain explain so, that a little more what's that meaning for you bob so so what, how do I define success in 10 years? Is that, is, is your... No, it, we'll get to that, because I definitely want to hear that. But, what, let me think of how to word this question. So, so when I say, like, meaning, right? Yeah. It's like, your why. Right, okay, yes. Your why, your, your fuel. fuel. Your, yes, yes. Your, your, fuel, your fuel, your driving factor. Your reason for being. Why you want to achieve that success. Yes. And it sounds to me like you want to be a person who's, one quote unquote balanced yep. with family, uh, religion, and physical therapy. Absolutely. Right. Uh, that that's basically the gist that I got from from 
your, your, your success. Yeah. Um, and I honestly, at the end of the day, I want all that. But to be crazy active all the time, I mean, honestly, I could have, I feel like with my energy levels, I could have a full-time job being a PT combined with being in my family real well other than just like on the side being playing sports all the time. I want to have basketball leagues. I want to have soccer leagues. I want to have martial art leagues. Wow. Probably too much for my own good, but I just, I love it, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Do you, do you have anything else you want to add? No, I just wanted to um, ask for you 10 years from here. Ten where years do you from see now? yourself? Yeah. Putting on me, you're putting the hot seat on me now. Absolutely. But, um, you can dish it. You can take it. But I, I hinted on this before, basically to overcome what my mom has built. Yeah. But basically, first, what I want to achieve is I want to pay off my my family's debt, uh, especially on my, my dad's side of the family. Yeah. Pay off the debt and then have enough money to return everything that my mom has given me. Yeah. To, to prove to her that she did raise a successful son and she, she should be very proud. Um, that's the theoretical aspect that I want to achieve. Um, but the, the actual tangible things, what I want to achieve is I want to open up my own practice. Yeah. Maybe open up a few chains of physical therapy clinics in New York City, along with an online coaching business. Fantastic. Right? Just the two of them combined, promoting physical therapy, promoting weight loss, but in turn adding them together to to improve the confidence of people. Yeah. To, to get back to doing what they love, to get back to feeling good about themselves. Because in the end, that's what fuels me. When people start feeling good about themselves because of something you did, yeah, that's the best feeling in the world. Both because of something you did and because of something that they have been enabled to do. And it's addictive in the best way. Yeah. I mean, it's just when that bit of flame touches that little bit of tissue paper it's going off. It's going There's off. nothing stopping it. And when you find success for yourself, especially in an area that you had to be vulnerable in, that you were not expecting success as an outcome, watch out world. Yeah, you're right. It's like having a chip on your shoulder. Yeah. And just always wanting to prove the world that you're, you're going to do it. Exactly. No, those like sweet potato chips I got on my shoulder. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> but, but yeah, that... <clears throat> that, that's where I want to be. That's what I want to achieve. And, and obviously, things might adjust right. with life. We don't know what might happen. Exactly. Um, Nothing's guaranteed. Yeah, I, I could get hit by a bus. Right. Please don't. Knock on wood, I don't. Um, but that's where I'm currently aiming towards now. And I'm doing the things in the present to ensure that I can get to there. Exactly. And, and I mean, and Bob, Bob did allude to something really quickly that, you know, it's tragic in a way but don't, I don't want to overlook it either um, there are a lot of tragic moments all around us and we never truly know how long of a time we have and to some people it's daunting and it's scary and I think a little bit is that being scary is normal but it's important that if you do have this passion if you do have this dream however silly it may seem in the back of your mind or all the doubts that creep to the front of your mind. Take a jump. Give it a try. Set that dream into reality. 
manifest that mindset within yourself. Tell somebody you care about your dream. Bring that into fruition. 100%. You know how they say, like, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die? Right. That's that's it. Um, But but you're right. We we could die at any moment. Um, And today I was watching, like, a video in class. Yep. Basically, it was, like, a physical therapy video on, like, why physical therapy is great. Okay. Something like that. And basically, there was one scene in the video where there was this physical therapist saying how she loved her job because she was working with military amputees. Yeah. And you saw that there's this person with no legs. Both his legs are gone from the war. And he, he talked about how he just wanted to, to run. Yeah. Right. And every, well, most of us have the ability to run. Right. right? And, and we take that for granted. Right? There are people out there that don't have legs, that can't move. They can't talk, that are blind, right? But we take the simple things for granted. And if, if you're, like, just sitting there and not reaching for your goals, you're, you're wasting the gift that you got. Right. And, life. again, as physical therapists, you and I, Bob, are extremely biased to movement, to expression. Well, well, to, well like, sitting there as in not yes, exactly. goals. Yes, exactly. And I just wanted to clarify that. Your goals don't have to be physical accomplishments. Yes. They don't have to be anything defined by anybody else. They just have to be helping you bridge the gap, helping you take one step from where you are currently to where you want to go to find your fulfillment in this life. Yes, and also, just to clarify, if you're already happy, if you're already fulfilled, and you're fine with just being where you are now, that's totally fine if, if you, don't want, you don't have big ambitions, right. like, like you said. If you're happy, then then you already did it. Like you already accomplished with what ninety nine percent of the world wants to be happy, to be fulfilled, right? So if you're fulfilled, if you're happy, and you're listening, um, congratulations! Congratu- <laughs> congratulations, you manifest your mindset, right? Um, but keep that mindset and keep it strong. Yeah, but be hundred percent. Um, yeah, you're gonna die one day, and that's why you have to live it to the fullest. Live to the fullest. Absolutely. To the fullest. So, Bob, as we wrap up here for this evening, yep. talk quickly about um, what you'd like for your goals for next week. I think we talked about a little bit of it with that video you wanted to individually reach out to people with. Yeah, so I feel like um, a part of me feels like I don't want to just go back and start going through the motions again. Yeah. Um, but actually have a purpose of, of where I'm leading towards my people that that watch my stuff, that read my stuff, that, that opt into my email videos, uh, email stuff. And, and yeah, I, I guess reaching out to 10 people a day. Okay. 10 different people a day. Yep. Um, along with my other stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, so basically, I, I it, there's like a whole list of what I'm supposed to do. Yep. Right? <clears throat> basically what I'm doing, I'm posting twice a day. Yep. Quality post yep. that I feel good about. Okay. Right? An hour of, of Facebook commenting. Yep. Helping, helping people. Right? In Facebook groups. Uh, Facebook Live. Yep. Which have been going great. I've just been talking to myself for 10 minutes. Fantastic. Even if nobody's watching, I'm still talking to myself. Yep. Um, I think that's, that's the, the three. And, and a weekly webinar. Nice. Um, which I need to set up again tomorrow. Which I'm doing tomorrow, basically. And then Great. finally, I want to reach out to 10 people a day. Now, That's, clarifying question. 
that's a lot of things. Yep. And, and that, that leads me to the next point. Um, I just want to cap it at this five. Yeah. And just really master these five. Awesome. And then work on something else overall. Uh, I think for the future ones that I should really just focus on ones that are deadline-based. Okay. So actual things that have a start and end date. Yep. That actually move me forward along with these quote-unquote daily medications that so, I'm doing every so, day. So your hope is that, again, those are the goals for this week. But in the future, these five things, at least for now in this stage until we adjust further, yep. are your foundation. Yes. Uh, then from there, this foundation building it and fi- fueling it with passion will enable you to think about, okay, what are these longer-term projects of a start and end date I can start thinking about? Yes. Um, $500 is on the line for, for this. $500. Uh, starting, well, starting Monday. Yep. Well, last Monday. Um, or just this, this week's Monday. Yep. Um, but, but I want to ask a favor from you. So, so next week, if yes. you could remind, I guess, me, yep. or, or just keep me accountable that we're doing deadline goals instead, instead of just adding more to the list. Absolutely. Um, yes. Because that, that's what I really hope for. And, and again, I feel like these five foundations are, are, are critical. Yep. And if I could just master them, just focus on them without adding the list right. of doing more and more and more. Because well, that's the thing. And when we work with our patients, yep. they don't need to go home with seven things for a home exercise program. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Like, yeah. You want an all-star two or three. Yep. You want things that specifically address what they need to improve on. And for you, if this stuff becomes so foundational that you do not need my accountability for it, awesome. Still do it if it makes you feel better, if it helps you go in after what you want to do, but that's not needed anymore. So again, you've got the five things. It's a lot, but you've also got a lot of passion to fill that yep. for next week. And then we're going to adjust. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We plan, do, check, and adjust, right? Plan, do, check, and adjust. That is so, the greatest motto ever. I, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. no, fantastic motto. So again, as Bob and I talked about our goals, what we're talking about 10 years in the future, I thought of one other thing in the back of my mind I had already alluded to on another episode previously, but by the time I'm 30, I want to have published my first book. Yeah, oh, yes. Yep, so that again. That was like episode two. Yeah, exactly. We were in the library. I remember Early that. On. Yep, <laughs> yes. exactly, migrating podcast. So again, I'm only 23 right now. I got six and a half, seven years on me to do it, but got to get action going after it. So, again, to check in our goals 10 years in the future, we'll be on episode 500, blah, 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 something along the way. Yeah, maybe like episode. No, wait, we're, since we're doing them one every week. One every week, 52. That's 52 in a year. Yep. 10 so, years, that's 500. Yeah, still right. 530 or so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um, let's do it. Let's do it till when we have 1,000 episodes, let's have a big party. Let's okay. Let's. I like that. Let's invite every. We'll have everybody at at that point because that'll be like what twenty years from now. <laughs> Bob, we will. Okay, at that point, we will send an invitation. Yep. To anybody who's listened to this podcast, and to anybody who's ever worked for us, or who's been our patient. Okay. How about this for everybody that's that's listened from episode hundred and under? Yep. So like the the, the, the original loyal. people. The loyal. They're going to get an all-access... No, no, what, what are we talking about? It's for this episode we're declaring it. <laughs> episode 10 and under. Okay, sure. Episode 10 and under. Yeah. Um, but let's do it. Let's do, uh, let's do it till 1,000. Yeah. For, and beyond. I like it. I, I, I enjoy this. Me too. Well, that's it for today's Manifest Mindset. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. I, I feel like I personally 
learned a lot. I enjoyed today. Um, I don't know about you, Nick. Every night's a new adventure. Every night is honestly a new improv. So I'm excited for this. I enjoy it a lot. And we'll go try some duck. All right. Thank you, guys.